cliffcentral.com. You know, Mondays are belighted moments, and uh, what a better way to study on Monday by starting with some good motivation. And I saw this mo- uh, motivation that actually says that, you know, uh, motivation is something that you wear every day. It's like a shower. You have to take a shower every day. You don't have a choice. So if you are motivated now, but you do nothing about it, eventually it's going to wear off. It's like perfume. So, welcome to Be Lighted. My name is Romeo. And today I'm going solo because uh, Rami is gone somewhere getting paid. And I know she had a hectic weekend. And uh, she did send her apology because uh, she is not here today. But hey, uh, the show's got to go on. You know, I always say... The thing about radio etiquette is, you know, just because, you know, we get busy uh, or whatever, we must never, ever neglect you as our listener. And we always appreciate you coming through. And today I'm very excited uh, that, uh, you know, I have one of the most powerful industry giants. Okay. And I call him a legend before his time mm-hmm. because you will understand. Just give him, you know, like wine, give him a couple of years and you will understand Remember this podcast and you will get to thank me one day. Anyway, I hope that you had a great weekend. And of course, we appreciate your interactions. And uh, if you do follow us, uh, follow Rami and I. Rami's uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram is Rami Chweni. And I'm uh, Maromza, M-A-R-O-M-Z-A. And of course, if you want to interact with us, uh, WhatsApp number is 079-748-2090. And of course, I just wonder... If you are actually downloading our podcasts, you know, we've had since we started on the 26th of October, uh, 2016, uh, we've had, a, we have a couple of good, uh, podcasts that you can actually download. So go to Cliff Central and uh, navigate to Be Lighted with Rami and Romeo and you can download our previous uh, podcasts and then you can actually listen. So let us know, uh, you, you know, our, Facebook page that's Belighted Show. Uh, just let us know what you think of our previous podcast so that we can give you good quality so that we can hook you up and also suggest some of the guests that you want to see on the show. So do follow us also on Instagram. Uh, that's Belighted Show on Instagram. So let us know uh, how the show is doing so far because we also believe it's important that we just don't come here and bore you uh, with things that you could actually Google, but we want to try and bring that unique factor to the show. And uh, it's very sad that uh, the Ramster is not here. You know how we welcome our guests and uh you, you know the thing with me is i'm the corporate guy so i'm gonna keep it corporate <laughs> because i am chilling with my fellow uh corporate guy as well and uh on the show today we are joined by one powerful man as i said he is a life strategist and uh he has done so much he's also a radio dj as well so uh you will hear when he starts talking uh you will uh, uh hope that the hour just doesn't end and also he has written books, so he is an author. He has co-authored a book called Applying Your Faith back in 2010 and uh, uh, another uh, follow-up of Applying Your Faith, Volume 2 in 2012, and uh, also authored The Journey Through the Wilderness in 2014. And of course, if you do follow uh, Jazz Celebration, he is uh, the resident uh, speaker and he's done quite a lot of uh, those shows. Where Jazz was, he is always there. Where Jazz goes, he is always there. And what I like about him as well is the fact that he redefines you know uh, your Johannesburg hustle 
as I call it, because he finds a way into doing something. I mean, I remember when he told me that he was going to speak at, uh, he was going to be, suggest actually that uh, speaking at the Joyous events. And you should see how he says, but I will allow him to, uh, to speak for himself without any waste of time. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to welcome Mr. Bonkesh Palana. Ah, hey, hey, how are you, my brother? Hey, I'm very well. This is what we call unradio. Really? Yeah, this is unradio. Anything goes. We can talk about your show. We can yeah. talk about your business. We can sell anything we want. Oh, wow. Let's, let's see that in the next 15 minutes. We can do that now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome and thank you so much. I know you had to take our time out of yeah. your busy schedule uh, to be here as well. Thanks a lot for, for the invite. An opportunity to inspire, share, and uh, be a vessel. I always welcome it. Yeah. And uh, among other things, uh, you are also the CEO of TCF, uh, the communications firm. Uh, just tell us a bit about that because I think I, I'm very fortunate yeah. that I'm part of that journey on the sidelines. You know, sometimes we talk about our challenges. Uh, how do you find time to juggle between all these things that you do? <laughs> you know, the amazing thing about life is that I hear people, especially uh, as educated people saying that uh, in life you must juggle, you must juggle this, you must juggle that. Yeah. I believe in what I call the power of one. I believe in one life. I believe in finding a foundation. Yeah. And in that foundation, there can be different rooms mm. uh, that you can go into. There is the lounge, there is the kitchen, uh, there is the gym, there is a study. And you keep on expanding, yeah. but the foundation is the same. Mm. Um, instead of trying to build four different houses, one house is a study, one house... Is a bedroom, one house is, is a kitchen. And what I'm trying to say about it is once you discover your purpose, yeah. you make sure that whatever you work on, one way or another, is hooked or linked to your purpose. Mm. If it can't hook or link to your purpose, don't do it yeah. because that requires a, a different life mm. at all. So when I talk to people and people ask me, Boink, what do you do day in and day out? I say, I communicate. Yeah. That's it. I yeah. communicate how? I like, I run a communications company where we do PR. Yeah. I run a communications company where we do eventing. Yeah. I, I'm on, I'm on radio where I do communication. Mm. I write books which I communicate. Yes. I go on stage and I communicate. Yeah. So anything that has to do with communication, I fall in love with it. And it's easy for it to fit in. Mm. So whatever I share on radio, yep. I use that as for my book material. Aha. <laughs> whatever I share on stage, yep. and I can see that the audience buy into it. That's what I use uh, on my radio show. Mm. Whatever lesson I learn from a, a business perspective in terms of how to lead people, that's what I use when I go and, and ask to do team building. <laughs> so okay. make sure that everything is connected. All right. Talking about communication, yeah. uh, clearly your communication will then extend to home as well. Yeah. I mean, as a busy uh, guy, I mean, you have family, uh, you've got uh, two beautiful daughters yeah. and uh, a very supportive wife. But then what is, h- how do you help someone? Let's create a belighted moment sure. for someone who, you know, how do you, how are you able to separate the frustrations at work, losing a deal, losing money and uh, getting home and switching off and be a cool dad? I think for me, uh, it's quite, it's quite easy. I want to say to people that never, ever, ever confuse what's necessary vis-a-vis what's important in your life. Mm. Never confuse vis-a-vis what's important. My family is necessary. (laughs) My family requires my investment. Mm. Uh, My job is important. Meaning I can change my job tomorrow. I can move from company A to company B. I can't change and I don't want to change my kids. I can't. They are my kids forever. So if I have to compromise between the two, I always make sure that my family family benefits. So uh, uh, let's let's create that belated moment. It's what's necessary. Vis-a-vis what's important. Versus what's important. The easiest example that I can share with people that it's important for you to cook food when you're hungry. Yeah. It's necessary for you to go and buy the ingredients. (laughs) 
<laughs> if you focus on cooking, one day you're going to op- open your cupboard and there won't be anything to cook. Mm. And by the way, no one actually claps hands for you or tweets that we saw Romeo buying food. They'll clap hands when, when you cook mm. good food. Yeah. So don't mistake in the people applauding you mm. or and ignoring the great ingredients. For yeah. me, my family are the ingredients. And mm. I make sure that when I go home, I try and pack. Mm. And I use the word try because sometimes it's tough. I try and pack um Work aside, whenever I feel that work is heavy, I do inform my family, hey guys, for the next two days, I'm in a bit of a tough situation. Mm. I might not see you as often as possible. Please allow me to work. I'll be back. Mm. But then I keep my word towards my family. How do you then strike the balance? Because, you know, you're saying, guys, here is the challenge. Uh, But at the end of the day, okay, fine, it's done. And uh, maybe how do you then strike the balance to make it up to them? I I, I give them a a constant um, offering. So there's something that is constant, regardless of where Bonke is. Bonke is rich, Bonke is poor. Bonke is stressed, Bonke is happy. Bonke is frustrated. There must be a constant offering. To give an example, I I take my daughters to school. I When I have time, I pick them up from school. Uh, every Sunday from 2 o'clock onwards, you spend time together. That has nothing to do with external factors. Mm. That is constant. Wow. So they understand the minimum that they get from the dead, regardless of what dead is going through. The wow. maximum mm. is dependent on what dead is going through. Mm. So make sure that in your relationship with any person, it can be at work, it can be uh, lovers, it can be with uh, a family, they must understand this is the minimum mm. that we get from this guy. There's nothing below that. And that's when people start depending on you. But right. if people don't understand the minimum offering and your, your offering is dependent on the weather, on the politics, on who's the president of the country, mm. then things are going to be challenging. Let, let me take, let, let's go back to your career when yeah. it starts. I mean, uh, you, 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 you have a degree from uh, PE. University of Port Elizabeth. Yeah. University of uh, Port Elizabeth. Yeah. And I think you majored in economics. Yeah. And... You know, if we had to fast track looking at where you are now, would you have done things differently? You know, taken a different course? Not really. No. I'm not using my course today. So whatever course I take it, <laughs> I wasn't going to use the skill. I, the attitude, yes. I think mm. we must actually understand that education is not there to create a Romeo based on a book that you have studied. Right. It's there to discover the Romeo within you mm. and allows education process to take that person out. What I gained from Varsity was me being an entrepreneur, was me running tax shops at Varsity, was me being in the SRC, was me being a house, house committee leader, was me being a cell group leader. So leadership and entrepreneurship skills for me were harnessed while I was at Varsity. And that's what I remember. Mm. If there was a degree, I was going to get a certificate that says leadership, entrepreneurship, because the economic side of it was just a process. Mm. Sometimes in life, you do things not because you want them, but because you want to learn from them now, given the the uh, the level of unemployment in the country right now, yeah. and also the challenges that uh, our young people are going through, uh, how would you phrase? Let's say someone is listening to this podcast, mm. and you know they, they they kind of like are deciding whether to start a business or complete their qualifications. You know, how would you then help them to kind of like navigate the path uh, that would lead to their success? For me, there are four stages that one needs to go through in life. Number one, get education. Okay. That so is, education is still that very is important. one. Education in, in all its format. Mm. I am not saying, I'm not forcing you to go and be, do a master's degree or honors degree. If resources don't allow you to do it, yeah. still get education. You can read, you can uh, support someone else, you can work under someone, but get formal education. The education becomes the foundation of who you are. That is one. Number two, in your working career, there are three stages. One, 
you have to work for a company that can invest money in you. Right. Educate you. Mm. That is one. Maybe that's between 20 and, and 30. From 30 to 40, forget about investment. Work for someone mm. who you believe in. Okay. Work for someone as close as possible. Try and even you can move from a big corporation like Coke, if I could use that example. Go to a small company where you can work closer to the CEO, where you can see how the CEO decides. Okay. When does he decide? Mm. I, I, I mean, I'll give an example. I had a, my, my, my chairman, Mkari. Mm. I can tell him, Mkari, the certain people, who, when they come to his office, he takes them to his office. There are certain people who miss them in the boardroom. Uh-huh. And you can never learn that from a textbook. So I want him asking, but why wrote me a tilela yesterday? Yeah, you met him you in, yes. in your office, but this yeah. one came and says, Bonke, I had different needs and I had to set a standard for one, two, three, four. So those ah. things you can never learn okay. in, a, in a big corporate. Mm. Last, but once you have done that, so from 30 to 40, mm. uh, work for someone that you buy into, someone that you can learn as quickly as possible from them. Mm. At 40, make sure that you live your life. Okay. Start living a dream mm. And most people will work for a big corporate Between 20 and 30 They get into debt They love the, the dividends They love the bonuses And then they get stuck there mm. And you, you, So you, essentially you are saying that uh, Life really be, truly begins at 40 Life begins at 40 I, I'm, I'm turning 40 this year by the way And mm. I believe I'm just at the beginning right. uh, if, I, if, if me and my God have a, have a proper understanding of who I am I've not even lived half of my life mm. I'm I'm still at 40%. Yeah. This is the first half of the game. Mm. And I, I can't say I've lost. There's still the second half and there's still more to be achieved. Well, if you just joined us, we are talking to uh, Mr. Bonke Shipalana, uh, who is the founder of The Power of One. He is the uh, CEO of uh, the communications firm, TCF, and uh, he's an author. He's a radio DJ, works for Capricorn FM, and uh, the man is loaded. Now, another back, back to you, uh, Mr. Shipalana. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's talk about... Uh, you and I were part of, in fact, you invited me, uh, back in 2013 or so, uh, where we were in Polokwane to do the graduate top up program. Sure. And uh, one of the thing, questions that come to me is we are currently faced, and I do a lot, uh, personally, you know, doing a lot of guest, guest lecturing, yeah. uh, around, uh, current trends in ICT, among other, other things. You know, you, you, you touched on a very important aspect of making sure that you are you are next to a, a decision maker as much as possible in order for you to understand how businesses make money, for yeah. example. Now, a current graduate just uh, graduated right now. How would they actually find a way to getting to uh, that kind of example? <laughs> you know, I, 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 I always say to young people, especially when graduating or just after graduate, graduating, mm. you have a blank page. Mm. The ink is your blood. The blood is your time. Yeah. The time is your attitude. Mm. Make sure that at a young age, before you get married, before you have kids, work as hard as possible. Unfortunately, for most of most young people, that's when they have their first paycheck. Mm. So parties and lifestyle become critical to them. And I say to them, once you, while you don't have the responsibility of paying that big bond, uh, taking kids to school, work mm. as hard. As long as possible mm. And work towards the next job Not where you are let, let, Let's take it one step back I mean we are dealing with a bunch of graduates Who are so driven But they have so much responsibility You know uh, Coming from you know dis, dis, uh, Disfranchised backgrounds yeah. Or you know uh, uh, 
families where you know money is a very scarce commodity yeah. now immediately when they graduate by default they have responsibilities and that obviously kind of like becomes a challenge for them to kind of like immediately ramp mm. up and start saving and making all those uh, personal wishes and dreams come true then how would you talk to someone in that position you know and uh, coming from whether you're coming from you know more rural traditional families where they say we took you to school now you must take your brother to school the one thing that privileged child, a child from Malamulele has, uh, a child from England has, that is equal to all of them is time. Okay. So if you're from varsity, even though your expenses might be higher than someone else, mm-hmm. the one thing that is equal to both of you is time. Yeah. Make sure that you work on your time. For me, time is about giving. So make sure that you give to things that are investment to your future, mm. not to things that are an expense to your current life. Okay. So if even if family back home are asking for 50% of your salary to take care of family issues at home, that's fine. Mm. But what are you doing Friday night? Mm. What are you doing Saturday afternoon? Where not, do you log off on Friday and forget about mm. work and okay. only remember on mm. Monday? Mm. Or do you say Saturday between 3 and 6 before I'm going to read this particular books. I mean, I'll give you an example. But if you read the same category of books mm. for five years, mm. you end up being the 1% of knowledgeable people in the world in that particular category. So if you read 1%. leadership books mm. or mining books or science book for five years, mm. you'll end up being the 1%. So that has nothing to do with money. It has to do with time. Mm. And I'm saying that stop competing according to money because we are not born equal. One thing that God gave us that is the same is Time, time yeah. use your time properly. Mm. Uh, it's the same thing as me and you. You might have a, a membership to Virgin Active, I don't have it. Mm. You go once or twice a week when you feel like it. Mm. If I jog Monday to Friday, five days a week, I might be healthier than you, even though mm. you have the money to go to Virgin Active and I'm running a strategy. Right? So make sure that you use your time in preparation for where you expect God to take you mm. rather than use your time in celebrating where you are. You uh, started uh, uh, the company called uh, The Power of One, yeah. where it's, it's really about, uh, you know, empowering uh, young people and, you know, uh, doing a lot of talks and motivation. What is the importance then of, uh, you know, we uh, extending to what you just said now, the importance of saying, yes, I have a job, but I need to start something on the side. What is the importance of that, especially given the, the, the nature of our economy today? I think one thing that we must be aware of, and it's a, it's a mind shift more than anything else, we are born for a purpose. Yeah. We are born for a, a reason. Um, whatever you do on earth, always ask God to reveal to you a purpose, mm-hmm. your reason of being on earth. And the amazing thing about your purpose, it's not revealed as a, as a line item. You are here to do this. Yeah. It's revealed while at work. Yeah. The work that you're doing reveals it to you. It might not be a definition of who you are. Mm-hmm. So I studied economics. I'm not supposed to be an economist. That was a process to reveal Mm. the bonker that is within me. So what I'm saying in simple English, Sabenz, get a job. You might be sitting there and say, I've got a degree. I don't have a job. Go and volunteer. Because it's only through work Mm. that you can discover why you are on earth. Most people are sitting at home. They've got this uh, uh, ticket written, business class, fly to Atlanta. They expect the plane to come to their house. No, comrade, you must get into a taxi. Get into a taxi. Mm. Take to the airport at the right time. Mm. Wait for the right plane. Then Mm. you will fly. It's only in the process that you can get closer to your calling. Mm. And I want to say to young people, 
don't listen to the near say, but there's no job. Yes, volunteering mm. is a job that allows you to discover who you are. Yeah. Most people today who are successful will tell that they started at the bottom mm. uh, rank mm. and then they worked their way up and yep. opportunities mm. come in at work. You can never ever score a goal mm. while sitting in the grandstand. Yeah, yeah no, I, 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 I'm. You, you talk in such a way that I, I actually forget that I'm, I'm hosting you. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm listening with intent. Over, comrade. <laughs> so my, my point is that, you know, I, I, I learn a lot, especially I think you and I always have this, uh, a lot of aha moments, especially yeah. offline, where we can just, you know, whether it's a telephone call or we meet and we spend that five minutes. Uh, also, it, it, it kind of like brings me to my next question about mm. the importance of surrounding yourself with positive people yeah. and surrounding yourself with people who are where you are trying to get to. Uh, who are those? Uh, some of those people? Because I think a lot of people look at you now and, and, and because the society kind of like class you with the car you drive yeah. and they call you successful. But who are some of those people that you look up to that have really shaped who you are and, uh, you know, what are some of the lessons that you take from them? But not only that, you actually <coughs> implement and do something about what you learn from them. I am fortunate and blessed that my father's still alive. Uh, I'm turning 40, still married, still preaching the word of God. Yeah. Um, I've seen him stick to one thing and then grow deeper, not bigger, deeper into what he was doing. So for me, that that became a foundation of my life, that bonk mm-hmm. Allow God to decide for you what you need to do and work hard on it. It might not bear fruits in the first two, three years, but work hard on it. So my father is, is, is one of them. Uh, the late uh, Dr. Miles Monroe, mm. uh, his book, his words still live beyond the grave. Yeah. Uh, that's one person that I really, 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 really keep on referring to mm. every time I need to ask questions around a particular topic. I, I Google, what did Miles say about this? What, what's his angle? Because anytime he talked, you talk from a different planet, mm. but he will connect, he'll connect with you. Correct, That's yeah. one. Mm. My, my, my two partners, uh, my bosses, uh, Given Curry and, 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 and Antile. I love them for having the ability to be stubborn when it comes to their dreams and against the odds, make sure that their dreams become reality. I mean, to give an example, most of us dream to be on, dream about being on radio. Mm. That, that's, that's the maximum level of our dream. We dream about being on radio. They dreamt about owning, not one, yeah. not two, mm. but now four radio stations, two more being, are being launched, uh, in, um, <laughs> in July. They own this. What, uh, what are those, uh, the, the, the there's Power FM Power in Gauteng, there's yeah. Capricorn FM in Polokwana, yeah. Limpopo, there's Beat FM, uh, in uh, Bloemfontein launched, yeah. and there's Rhythm that is in East, East London. Ah. Four radio stations owned by young boys under the age of 45. Yeah. And by the way, I, I'm a shareholder in two of those stations. <laughs> I, I, and it's because I surrounded myself with mm. people who are not scared of mm. dreaming. But where do I start? I'm a young graduate and I have this drive and perhaps I've been following your work through high, through university. Yeah. Where do I start? I mean, uh, given given that today, for example, you have a lot of accounting accounting uh, degrees and a lot of uh, ICT, like your, your you know your, your IT degrees. Where, if if you had to give me an idea to nudge me in the right direction, where do I start? Stop networking. Stop. Stop. Okay. You have nothing to network with. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we have this thing that let's go network. But what are you offering? You can't network. It's pointless for someone to know Romeo Mabasa. Mm. And then, yeah. what does Romeo stand for? What has he done? Mm. So your focus should be on building you. Aha. Uh-huh. So you build yourself first. 
let me be honest. Mm. Given Mkari and Andile Kumal called me to join them. Mm. They didn't call me because Nimchangana mm. or I am tall. They studied my work for two years mm. to see, oh, that boy did this. And by that time, I was not tweeting about my I was just building Bonke. I was doing my own workshops. I just launched Ola 7 at, uh, at, at CELC. I had built a, a, a good career when I was at SAB. So I built a career and they said, that boy has got something that we need. Right. It's not because they were they were RDP. They just felt like giving me. Mm. No, they didn't call me because they wanted mm. to give. Mm. You they, qualified yourself. I, there was a need, yeah. and fortunately, I was able to fill that need. Mm. So stop trying to impress Patrice Mutsepe. Stop trying to impress Kanyul Glamo. Do you? Mm. And guess what? When you do, you Kanyul identify you. Uh-huh. We make the mistake of f- bumping into Patrice at the parking lot, and we irritate me. Patrice born. I've got this idea, man. <laughs> Patrice gets that urgency, mm. but work mm. and expect God to, sh- to, sp- to put the spotlight on you, not you. What do you think of this? Uh, I, I always like to say that people are attracted to what you've done or what you've done that they can hold versus what you still intend to do. No. You, you, you can never learn how to swim by reading a book. You have you to, to ju- you need to jump into you the have water. to jump into the water. I think yesterday or last week I tweeted that no dog has ever been f- had a full stomach by barking. Yeah, that's correct. It's part and parcel of being a dog, but yeah. the dog must eat. Mm. So now I wake up every day, build you, mm. promise you when you, I mean, if there are two houses, um, and then, but he, one is for Romeo, one is for Bonke. If Romeo decides to build without going down in terms of the foundation, and I take three months going down the foundation, mm. people are going to see my side as rubble. Ah, look at that rubble, but I'm digging the foundation. But oh, look at Romeo, he's, he's doing well, and then Romeo's house is big. Mm. Mine comes in a two years later, we're in the same size. Mm. They might think we're equal. Wait for the storm. Aha. That's when Wait for the storm. The real character mm. comes out. And the real character comes out. Mm. So take time to build you. Mm. Promise you it might take six months, it might take four years, mm. but build you. The you send bolt that we see today didn't start running at the age of twenty one. That guy was running since he was twelve. And <sighs> but people don't know his first Olympics, he lost badly. He didn't even make it to the finals. Mm. But he kept on building himself mm. to a point where, in his mind, he's number one. When he gets into a race, mm. he's running to be number one. He's running against himself. Mm. But if you don't build yourself, you're going to run based on uh, the people around you. If they if they're slower people, you become slow. If they're fast people, you become... Mm. Usain Bolt doesn't care who's running a, next to him. Yeah. If it's the final race... He built himself. Yes. So running, he, he knows yeah. where the goal is and that's what he focuses yeah. on. So he wears a better to walk up yeah. and runs. If, I mean, I want to give you an example. Uh, me and you, Romeo, are, are authors. There's nothing that gets into my nerves when someone says, I want to be an author. I'm like, okay, what have you written? Mm. No, nothing. It's in my head. You're wasting my time. Yes. But if you say to me, listen, I've written this book. I, I went and I, I printed 30 copies using a mm. photocopy machine at home. Yeah, mm. And then I can see that this person has done yeah. something. Yeah. But don't come and, and, and make me want to buy into a dream. Into I, a dream. I, I am not Jesus. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your radio show. <laughs> so uh, you've, you've got a show every Sunday, nine to twelve. There's change now. Uh, six, six to nine. Six uh, yeah. to ten. Six, six to t- oh yes, four hours. Yeah. Four hours. Yes. Six to ten. Just tell us a little bit about uh, how you got into that. <laughs> Again, uh, I'm, I'm a believer in uh, putting things out to the world. At the age of um, twenty six, I wrote an email to my two. 
five top friends and said, guys, I'm going to be on TV, I'm going to be on radio. And they thought of yes. As how, many of those, how many of those believed? No, they actually had a meeting on the South Korea. Let, 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 let's save money a month. Ubonke has, uh, has lost it a bit. We has need to save, it, yeah. save money. So I wrote that. Um, and then by that time, I was still doing my talks on the side. And then I hear that there's Capricorn FM that is uh, coming. Mm. Um, I said to ask Andile Kumal, who's going to run it? But Simpio Mjalos. I didn't even know that Simpio was going to be present on the show. Ah. So I decided to meet him one day. I asked him where he's going to be. He said Hilton Hotel. I went to meet him at Hilton Hotel. I said, listen, Baba, I want to share. I want to talk. Um, I want to be on radio. I said, okay, what are you going to stand for? I says, I want to encourage people to know that they're powerful, they're strong, they were born for a purpose. Mm. He said, how much? I said, I'm not here to talk about money. I mm. first want to get the opportunity. Mm. If the opportunity is fine, yeah. money will talk money later. Will talk, and yeah. most people make the mistake of pricing themselves out mm. of an opportunity <laughs> before they even get the opportunity. Mm. So I got in there for six years. What people don't know, I was a, no, five years, I was a co-presenter who came in for 30 minutes. I yes. used to come in uh, for 30 minutes just to come in what and that, what was it called again uh, I, I uh, forgot something wilderness uh, yeah journey through the wilderness uh, yeah, yeah journey through the wilderness yeah. The, yes, yes. I used to come there for 30 minutes I used to talk and leave yeah. um, and then after 6 years uh, I took a break for a year and after a year the radio bug came back says no you need to you, go you back you never leave yeah. once you are full time <laughs> yeah. and leave. I went back full time so yeah. again yeah. for 6 years I was a co-host and that six years, did I desire to be a host? Yes. Mm. Did I force my way and fight and leave Capricorn to go and join something mm. else? Not really. Mm. I knew that my time will come. And when my time will come, I'll be so strong mm. that nothing else will shake me. Yeah. Um, thank God that three years ago, I didn't get a show. Four years ago, I didn't get a show. I don't think I'll have been committed and matured enough. So time played a role in where I am today. The show is uh, for four hours. The idea behind the show is to remind people mm. that they're born for a purpose, for a purpose yeah. Don't allow the facts about you mm. To diminish the truth about you yeah. The truth is based In the Bible where it says God knew you before you were formed Who is this you yeah. That is mentioned there mm. So there, there is a reason why you were born yeah. And your role every day Is to try and discover that reason Once you discover that reason You become a Messi mm. You become a Ronaldo mm. You become a Patrice Mutsep yeah. You become someone that people are like How did he do it? Because mm. things become easy What people think is impossible to you is natural. What about uh, someone who is kind of like following the same path? But then, you know, I think the, the more we grow or, you know, given the, the, the current uh, economic uh, conditions, you find that we, the generation today is not very fortunate when it comes to time. Mm-hmm. You know, you find that, yes, you are going through the journey, but then you are pressed. There's no food, you know, the, the, you know, you just can't get around because you don't have money. You know, how do you then, you know, given where we come from? Because I think we had the, you know, you talk about, I was uh, on a commercial radio station for yeah. five years before I could get an opportunity. Yeah. You know, but given today's uh, challenges, how would someone navigate, you know, and how to manage the frustration? I don't have money, but I know I'm building towards something. Guys, it's, it's about time. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm talking from my own experience. I'll give you an example. When I was doing my honors here at UP full-time, I had four jobs, including honors. I'll give you an example. I used to be the head student of my res in charge of 360 kids. I used to own four tax shops uh, that employed eight people. I used to work full-time for NetBank mm. every day, and I used to do my honors full-time. So here was my day. I used to wake up at 5 o'clock, go and unlock the shop, make sure I count the cash flow, make sure the staff member is there. Go back to my room, wash, catch a taxi at half past seven, go to work from eight and from nine until three o'clock. Four o'clock, I come back. Half past five, I'm in, I'm in class until, um, half past seven. Half past seven, I have to go now check, uh, residence 
mm. issues and meetings. Mm. Ten o'clock, I go and lock the tuck shop. I did that for a full year. For a full year, yeah. I did four things. I, I, I had to understand every single day. Every single day. <clears throat> Saturday, I'll have to go and buy stock mm. for the for the shops. Yes. Sunday is church, and then I'm a cell group leader uh, at, at 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 the same time. I did that for a full year. Were my friends having fun? Yes, they were having a jolly of a lifetime. Mm. But I realized this is an investment mm. into who bonkers. So ten years later, I get angry when Romeo comes to me and says, "Hey, you're bonker, you lucky." I'm like, "What do you mean I'm lucky?" Yeah. Adversity for a whole year, I didn't have a life, mm. but it was an invest. Meant which today is bearing fruits. So when I had to go for a job interview, um, uh, that end of the year, Romeo will come with an honors degree. Mm. I came with an honors degree. I came with a leadership degree. I came with an entrepreneur degree. Mm. I came with time management degree. Mm. I came with experience. Mm. And and all it took is just one year. It's just one year. Focus <clears throat> yeah. and commitment and. Actually, doing your best, as difficult as it is, to overlook Mnandi, Nakuri, you know, Fambamia, Kuinabanga. I can still have Mnandi now. With friends, yeah. But I, I, you, you, that's why, back to my point of understanding what's necessary, what's important. Mm. Partying was important. <clears throat> it was mm. not necessary. I mm. could live without party. Okay. But it was necessary for me to invest in mm. Bonke, mm. to be a leader. Now today, when I run a company, people are, hey, where did you get your leadership skills? I mean, I became... Uh, a leader of TCF at the age of 30 I had to manage people who were older than me mm. The experience that I, I had to use Was what I learned at Varsity Where oh. I was 19 <clears throat> Running a race with 350 people mm. From first year to honors and master's students But I had to manage the rest mm. So I had to invest So regardless Stop focusing on the money issue I know it does impact us mm. But try and always place your mind And say what is it that I have That is equivalent to other people That I can use for my own benefit Right. I Give an example, December, <clears throat> when more Romeo are busy eating bride meat and everything else. It doesn't mean me, guys. Yeah, just yeah as somebody. an example. <laughs> That's when I go to gym. Yeah. Because I know gyms are quiet and I put more energy and, and emphasis. So make sure that you use your time. Time is the only thing that you have that any other person has that you can compete with. Yeah. And uh, let's talk about your books. Yeah. Uh, you have co-authored two books with yeah. uh, Zipuem Jalose. Yeah. And I think, let me take you back to when you met him at uh, the Hilton. Yeah. Uh, would you have thought then that actually that relationship would grow to you writing two books? Tell us a little bit how that came about. Um, we, when on radio, we used to uh, obviously share the messages and we'll debate what I just talked about and people will call and realize that the people are liking this content. Ah. So what's the best way to take this content? Package it in a manner that They'll read. Mm. Uh, we understood that our role on earth, or currently at that stage, even now, we don't, we're not aspiring to be, to be bestsellers internationally. Mm. It's aspiring to take this content, what you call podcast, yeah. we made it a bookcast. <laughs> we just, <laughs> yeah, we just put in a book and say, yeah, yeah. here's the content, yeah. read it whenever mm. you do. Mm. And then we did it the first year and the books sold it. I think we had, we had to do three more prints and said, so let's do it the second year. And then we did, uh, uh, the, the, the second year. Meal. That also all, all, all also ran wild. Mm. So it was, it was not a, you know, sometimes people want you to come up with a, uh, a scientific way of why. No, mm. we were talking on air, like mm. me and you are doing. Yep. People loved the content. They said, mm. where can we have it? And I said, mm. okay, let's package it and mm. sell it. And mm. we use our business skills to make money out of the content. Uh, you know, knowing what I know about you is, is about the importance of knowing how to exploit an opportunity. Mm. And someone is always waiting for an opportunity to hit them between the, the, the eyes. What is the importance of 
and how do you really, really identify an opportunity that actually leads to you making more money from within an opportunity? Because remember, Big On Radio was an opportunity. Yeah. And then within that opportunity, you identified other opportunities that helped you make money. One, understand your foundation, your purpose, your path one, the reason you're being on earth. Hmm. Anything that connects to it should always have a connection to the next generation. Okay. So when I write a book, there are two, three things I look into. Number one, the book is going to live longer than I do. So the next mm. generation will learn something. We'll probably That's probably pick one. it up, yeah. Number two, mm. I am making money. My kids mm. are going to inherit something. Yeah. Last but not least, even if I die, if my books are published and they're still being purchased, my kids will still get revenue out of it. Mm. What I'm trying to say to every person, especially if you are reaching about 25 and going the other direction of, of life, and you start having family, make sure that whatever you invest your time on, it's something that your children can inherit. Mm. If your children can inherit, make it a secondary, not a primary. And as you grow, you, things might be primary, but as you grow, things must change. When someone says, here's an opportunity, you have to look at it and say, okay, it's going to take three years of my life. Yeah. After three years, will I have the, the seed or I'm only only supplying the fruit? If mm. there's no seed, never give it a primary life mm. because then you are working for now and not for the future. And the Bible is quite clear that a wise man lives in inheritance for his great-grandchildren. <laughs> for his great-grandchildren. Yeah. Um, there is a, a quote, and uh, this quote uh, you created and uh, developed. And uh, what we've done, I think, Part of what we do as writers, also when we do writing workshops, is to encourage people to start writing their own quotes. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's okay to quote other people, especially international uh, famous people. But what, why do you think also is important to write your own quotes? And we'll talk about uh, your quote that says, what would the world have lost if you were never born? It, for you to write your own quote simply means that you have looked at a problem and answered it differently. It's pointless for you to answer the question the same it was answered the last time because then what's your role? Yeah. <laughs> you are a duplicate when you are saying to the creator that yeah mm. you made me like mandla. Mm. So I'm going to be mandla to the power two. Yes. At the end of the day you need to find your own niche your own offering. And what people when people make the mistake is to assume that the the world has got limited uh, resources. I mean let's go back to you saying bold again. You said bold He's a runner just like all other runners. He's fast like most other runners. But he, he brought flamboyant fun into the race where he's no longer as serious as the other guys. Mm. Tiger Woods was a good golfer. Mm. Previously, golf players were never fit. Kabanyana. <laughs> Tiger Woods yes. yeah. started to look fit. And you can see now everyone in the golf game is starting to, yep. to go to gym. Well, uh, most people did not. So make sure that whatever you get involved in, bring your own personality to it, which is going to influence how people take that game or that sector to the next level. Mm. So for me, quote means that I've done this level. Yeah. Whoever comes in must start from my level and go up. But if I use the quote of Mars Mando all the time, mm. it means whoever comes is going to use that quote from 1982. We're all stuck in the eighties. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how did you come up with this? Uh, what would the world have lost if you were never born? That quote was inspired by uh, Abraham Lincoln and uh, Miles Monroe. Uh, they have a quote that they both use that says that uh, most people die at the age of uh, 25, only buried at the age of 75. Ish. I mean that for 50 years you are just wasting air. 
Masman Bro went further to say that uh, the wealthiest place in the world is a cemetery mm. because dreams and potentials are buried yeah. there. Yeah. So that is the foundation. That's what provoked me mm. to ask mm. that question. Say, if the dreams are buried in a cemetery, mm. did the people not know that they had dreams? Mm. I wish someone had asked them. And then what question would, would they have been asked? And I had so many questions, but I looked for one that can hit the heart hit mm. the head mm. and makes you think. And that question, I mean, it looks easy. It took me six months, to <laughs> six months to put it together yeah. and make sure that it makes sense. It's, it makes sense, yeah. it's, it's, it's short, but it's got a powerful punch. Yeah. And anytime I ask that question, there is no person who stands up and say, I have an answer. Mm. Everyone sits back and you, yeah. You really gotta think. <laughs> And of course, uh, if you want to follow Bonke, his uh, handle is simply Bonke Shepalana. And then also Bonke, I, I, I'm talking about Twitter. Yeah. Um, some some of your, your your best quotes actually, or some of your best thoughts, uh, you actually uh, post them via your social media. Yeah. And uh, I want to actually take you back to one you posted seven hours ago. Alala. And you say, let's talk about your plans, future. And more action about your plan slash future. No yeah. dog ever had a full stomach by barking all day, even though <laughs> we covered that a bit. Yeah. How do you actually come up? Because I know these are random thoughts, you know, because it also happens to me. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 what message are you trying to portray? Because I think also a lot of people underestimate the power of selling your brand through social media. Mm. I, I, to be honest, it was, uh, it was uh, I think, if I remember, well, I had about four or five uh, um, tweets and all of them it says just stop it hmm. and and it, it it was provoked by what i see young people doing where they're using social network to promote their potential and not what they're doing hmm. if you go back to thursday thursday actually put a tweet last week thursday i put a tweet where it says that um i wish what you are known for and what what you are, what you are known for and what you're doing are on the same road yes because so many people today say i run a media company like hmm. okay cool which which clients? Yeah. Dololo. I don't know, but you can't you can't call yourself a bird if you're not yeah. flying. Yeah. You can't call yourself a fish yeah. if you're not able to go in, yeah. in water. Why do you, why why is your name description different from what you stand for? Yeah. So young people today have got these tendencies of uh, sharing about the future and not working on hmm. them currently. Hmm. One of the quotes that I I said in there, is, and it's based on what I experienced. So I see something, I get angry. And I say, what can I advise? I've seen so many people who go and uh, help a stranger on the side of the road mm. uh, and they give them a hundred rand. And now you take picture of, of yes. that. I've helped. Wow. Mm. Were you doing it for social network or were you doing mm. for yourself? I've mm. seen people who buy their wives uh, or, or the opposite can kind a of wife buying a, a husband a car yeah. and then treating, I just bought my wife a car. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so all all of those tweets were trying to say to people do it from the soul of your art, yeah. not from impressing people. Mm. Let's 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 quickly talk about uh, the power within the book, yeah. uh, the latest <clears throat> book, uh, and uh, also seeing how you know the, the the marketing creative or the marketing genius that you are in terms of selling it and uh, positioning it. Uh, so your latest book is called The Power Within yeah. and uh, with your tagline being What Would the World Have Lost If You Were Never Born? And yeah. this is your fourth book. This is my this is my fourth book out of the 40 that I, I'll be writing in my yes. life. So 40, 30, remember that number. So 36 40. to go. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. The, yeah, the, 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 the book in simple English, it's saying that we're all born with a powerful main switch. 
Um, but we expect government, we expect pastors, we expect banks, we expect politicians mm. to go and switch on the main switch. Mm. But unfortunately, the main switch works through a fingerprint. Yeah. And only a fingerprint can raise mm. the main switch. Mm. But we are in a room where it's dark and we keep on touching and we say, oh, this is a table. Or this, we're guessing life. Mm. And sometimes we find a microwave and it says, this is a TV. Mm. Because it's square, it looks like uh, the old former TV. Yeah. We don't understand the value and the power that is and the assets that are in our our realm or space. Mm. The only way you can understand that is just to go and switch on the power mm. that is within you. So I'm encouraging people to depend on them. I say that whatever question you have on earth, the answer is within you. Yeah. Most people think that I don't have an answer. We always Asking other people to help us out. I've seen people who can get sick for three weeks and like, did you pray? No, I'm waiting for food to come back from overseas to pray for me. Hi, <laughs> boy. So on the main switch. Bro. Yeah, switch on the main switch. Yeah. I've seen people say, no, bonk, you know, 1994, I applied for a funding from IDC mm. or DBSA. Mm. I didn't get it. Mm. So what have you done since then? No, 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 no. I'm chill. So hold on. For 22 years when I, you are angry at that one letter that said you are rejected. Mm. So many people have given power outside mm. and it's within them. Mm. They don't want to invest the time in searching for the switch. Mm. And once you make sure the switch goes on. Guess what? One day there will be lightning. The switch will go down. But mm. once you know where the switch is, it, you can you go. But if, if someone had switched it on for you, yeah. the day there's lightning, which happens, mm. now you're back to... <laughs> yeah, and uh, how, how can people get hold of uh, uh, the book? Because I know you also have the ebook version as yeah. well. The, the book is available on, uh, on my website, www.bonke.co.za. That is B-O-N-N-K-E.co.za. Or if you go to my Facebook or... Uh, Twitter handle mm. Bonke Shipalan. Yeah. We're able to send it to you. Again, as I said, understand the why you do something. Uh, currently, the vision is not to be the best-selling author in the world, and that's why you will never find my book at exclusive books and wherever. Mm. Uh, because I need to make money, and those people steal your money. <laughs> <laughs> Sideline. <laughs> but 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 also it brings <clears throat> me to another interesting question as well. Yeah. Let's talk about the author who writes books because they hope that it will go into your big uh, e-tailers or retailers uh, and it doesn't and uh, you find that they actually didn't have a plan to sell their books except a couple of friends here and there uh, how 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 would you then help someone in that uh, kind of position people buy the author before mm. they buy the content mm. It's very rare for someone just to go to exclusive books and then see a book called uh, Cliff Central and just buy it. Mm. He must know who is the author or someone has recommended or you have read about it. Mm. My recommendation to anyone else, find plat platforms where you can summarize the book to people yeah. so they can buy into the soul of the book mm. before they read the book. Mm. When I read T.D. Jake's book, I read it in his voice because I listen to him. I read it in his voice. When I read Miles Monroe, I read it in his voice. Why? Because I've encountered mm. Miles Monroe. But if I buy a book that I've never had the author speaking, it's tough. It's boring. It's slow because I read it in my own voice. And, so, and, 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 and on that, actually, I just had a, a, a moment there. Yeah. Um, there are people who struggle. Uh, once you read somebody's book, it's very difficult to find your own voice. Because you, you, you risk sounding the same mm. as that particular, you know, you talk about uh, T.D. Jakes. Yeah. How do you then distinguish between what you read versus your ability to create your own? Again, it goes back to knowing who you are. Mm. 
Um, I, 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 I'm not far away from Miles Monroe in terms of talking about papers, but I not Miles Monroe. Mm. I'm not a duplicate of Miles Monroe. The day someone calls me Miles Monroe Jr., I'll smack them <laughs> because they're undermining who, who I am and they're undermining who Miles mm. was. Mm. Um, so that is one. Number two, take time to sometimes stop reading and start writing. So if I know that I'm going to start writing a book, I don't read anything for about a month or two because I don't want that to influence my my writing. Mm. So sometimes if you if you read, take two months, it's one for the next two months. Mm. I, I ain't reading nothing. I am going to just be writing. Mm. Uh, it's the same thing as the times when I take time off from watching news because they just depress me mm. and I just don't want to be depressed. Mm. So you have to really sometimes take time and write. And then come back. But if all you do is read, write, read, write, you're a human being. There's a habit. You're going to steal something without even realizing that you're joint. <laughs> <laughs> and then they wait for you to sell a million copies. Yeah. And they come for you. And they say page 64, I, that paragraph. I, and you, you debate, you debate. But when they show you the proof, like, okay. Because you didn't see it. And, mm. and it's, it's natural. Mm. So make sure it's the same thing as <laughs> if every day when I listen to Marakeri, that's all you listen to. One day you'll sing and, and even Romeo with this big voice, oh, here in you. Because that's what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've been listening to. Yes. All right. So, um, uh, we, we, we almost, uh, out of time, but before we go, uh, you, you branded yourself, uh, Mr. Peppos, uh, yeah. at some point. Uh, obviously the brand evolves and all that. Uh, if I had to give you three minutes and say, just, uh, talk about Peppos and I'm, we, I'm your audience. Yeah. And then can you just encourage me on the power of paper? Because I think that's your conviction and it has been, since I've known you, I think we, we met around 2006. Yeah. You know, it has been your conviction. And what is this purpose all about? Because a lot of people are confused what the purpose is. Uh, they don't know how to discover their purpose. They don't know where to start. So if I had to give you this platform, because remember, uh, once the, the podcast is out, mm. uh, you are able to distribute it. Sure. You know, uh, to, it, 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 it would be like a good start for someone who says, what are you about? And you know, you are able to actually uh, direct them to the podcast. The five quick points that I can uh, share with anyone who is listening, two of them are from me, the other three, uh, I'll tell you the author is number one nothing is for free in this world mm. even your purpose it's gonna cost you something any person in this world today who is a success who we talk about write about has to give up something in order for them to be where they are for me and you to be here uh, it was easter this uh, uh weekend someone had to die for me and uh, my belief for, for for me to be where i am that is one so understand that it's gonna cost you something that is one number two <clears throat> Most people, when they talk about papers, they say, I am passionate about one, two, three, four. I'm passionate about this platform. Unfortunately, there's lack of understanding of the root word that is passion. If you go back to a Greek context, the word passion means suffering. Hmm. That's why we're the passion of Christ. It was there. Ah, the suffering of Christ. Of Christ. Okay. So when you come to me and say, Bonk, I'm passionate about radio. Hmm. What I hear is that you, you say, I'm willing to suffer for radio. Aha. When you say, I'm passionate about people. Hmm. It means I'm willing to suffer for people. So be very careful in terms of passion is not something that you like. Mm. Our education system says, oh, Bonk, you're good at maths. Ah, he's passionate about accounting. Mm. That's how they connect fun mm. with passion. Right. Passion is all about suffering. Mm. For most of us today who are branded as good at something, we suffered mm. 
for that position that we are at today. Right. So understand that for you to get into a purpose, there's a level of suffering mm. that needs to happen, and that's where passion mm. comes into. Mm. The next three points are from um, John C. Maxwell. These are questions that you need to ask yourself. Number one, what makes me cry? What is it that when it's happening out there, it makes me bleed so much that I want to stand up and do it on my own? I'm not going to wait for Romeo to say, Bonke, I'll support you, or Romeo to like my status. Yep. This I am willing to do on my own. Mm. Great people that we talk about, Nelson Mandela, Mahatma Gandhi, Mother Teresa, Martin Luther, didn't wait for someone to say, ah, we'll go to jail with you. They said, if it means I die. So be it. So be it. Mm. So it goes back to suffering. Mm. They were willing to suffer. Mm. So ask yourself, out of the 20,000 things that happen in this world, what's that one thing that and, makes And it? suffering, you are talking about something that you're willing to let go to yeah. get this. Yeah. You are willing to go above emotions. It's mm. not about I'm feeling good about it. Yeah. It needs to be, to be done. Mm. It needs to be done. I mean, I'll give you an example. There was a, a match on Friday, uh, yeah, last week mm. uh, in Pretoria on Wednesday. Mm. Yeah, it was a concern, yes, but I didn't feel like I want to be there because politics are part of me, but they're not the thing that I want to suffer for. Yeah. I'm willing to suffer for business. Mm. I'm willing to suffer to mo motivate people. Right. So decide what you want to That's right. what, what makes me cry. Num number two, what makes me sing? Mm. What is it that after doing, I just feel good? Mm. I feel like I've reconnected with the source of who I am. Yeah. Those two things need to be the same. Intelligent, yeah. So me, I get angry when people... Don't leave out their purpose. Mm. I get angry when people die with their potential. Mm. So how do I do it? I stand up and talk. I'm on radio. I write books. Mm. I come to this show. So after this show, I'm going to feel better than when I arrived. Right. Because I am doing what I was born to do. Mm. Last but not least, do I believe that my life has the ability to support those two things? Yeah. And it's a belief thing. I'm not saying, do you have the resources? I didn't say that. Mm. I said, do you believe? Right. And once you can believe that what makes me cry and what makes me sing, I can do it. Mm. Then you have solved it. Yeah. Last thing as a closure to the circle, purpose is not found. Mm. It's discovered yeah. in the journey. <laughs> Uh, that was uh, belighted uh, today with uh, Bonke Shipalana. And uh, thank you so much for coming through. And uh, quickly, how do people get hold of you? Uh, people can get hold of me. Uh, social network, um, Bonke Shipalana, B-O-N-N-K-E Shipalana on Facebook and uh, Twitter. Uh, Capricorn FM every Sunday between 6 and uh, 10. And also, if uh, you want to call uh, offices, 463-7550. Sorry, Jobek number, yeah, mm. 011 463 Or you can uh, wait uh, for CNN. You'll see me there in about two years' time. <laughs> Remember that, two years. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, this is Romeo signing out, and we'll see you again next week, Monday, and hopefully Ramstar will be here. Cheers. Bye-bye. Hi, everyone. My name is Nontlantlam Juli. Hi, this is Tabum Juli. You're on Belighted with Rami and Romeo on Cliff Central and Radio Unscripted Uncensored. That's beautiful. Cliffcentral.com.